Welcome to episode 99 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast Splatter Chatter, an unedited, unscripted chat about horror movies. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness. Good afternoon. Morning. Good afternoon. Dan, what you been doing? How what you doing? I'm, I'm still hungover from still last hung week. still hungover from last week. Because we do these episodes... Yeah. Back to back. Back to back, two in a row. Yep. And I'm still hungover. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this week, though, I had I've been I hit up a bit of Steam gaming. Yes. Because I worked out because I've got an Android television, and there's an app on there called Steam Link that you can just if your Steam account is open and you're on the same network, you can just play your Steam games on your telly, and your controllers just hook straight into it, like your Xbox One controllers or Xbox Series X controllers. And you can play your Steam games on yeah, right. the luxury of sitting at the couch. Because oh. I don't like sitting at a computer playing games. I no. just don't like it. I want to sit on the couch. I want to relax. And I, I got into this game. So I got this game that I've been wanting to play for a while. And I couldn't, I figured. But now I can. Called Nightmare Reaper. Mm-hmm. And what it is, it's a boom shooter. So a boom shooter is something like Doom 1, Doom 2. Like those like, yep. one. It's got the same styles in like the pixel graphics, but, you know, and there's no 3D-ness to it. So, you know, it's just everything's on, like, one plane. So if you walk around it, you're just looking at the same thing spinning. Yeah. And you play a girl in a mental institution and you're, like, institutionalized for some reason. And it's like, yeah, it's like Doom, so it's like first person. And um, you can't do anything in that. You're just a girl in a mental institution. Uh, the only thing you've got is your Game Boy Color, which you can play games that you find. Yeah. And... um. Yeah, and then every time you go to bed, that is when you have your levels and stuff like that. So each time you go to bed, it'll be like you, you, um, you go into another world where you got guns and all stuff like that. Yeah, you, it's just really good. Like, and you know, and each time you die, so you'll be like, you know, you got your little pixelated hands will come up in front of the screen, like with blood yeah. all over, them, and you're like, oh, I'm dead, and then suddenly you'll go. <gasps> And you'll just be no blood on your hands and you're back in your room and you realise it's like going the levels is just kind of like your psychosis of going into yeah. this thing. And it's really good. And then to level up your character to get better at it, you have your Game Boy and you play these little so they've made little tiny games. There's like a Mario Brothers one, and when you finish a level, you get like a um you know, a perk for your character like in inside the dreams and stuff yeah. like that. And it's just so good. And there's like a Mario Brothers type little mini games there's like a uh, a pokemon one where you fight monsters and you collect them and sure it, and then there's like a, a space one where you're flying around and unlocking like space stations like, like a, a 2d side scrolling yeah shoot them up okay and and yeah and you, so you're doing that and it's just such a well done game and it's made by one dude that's great and it's full horror like People and like, have it, talent and each time like you kind of you do like three levels, and when you do three levels, like there'll be a boss at the end of the third level, and then it will go to like another theme. So you know, you might be in a forest for three levels, and then fight a boss, and then next time you're in a, a mansion, and mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. But my god, is it such a good game? And every time you finish a level, you only take one of your weapons with you to start, and like, it's just a good game, like okay. real good. Had no problems, and the music is done by the guy who did Doom Eternal. Oh, I love that soundtrack. Yeah, that's so. So is this available on other platforms? No, that's just why. Steam. Yeah, oh, it's I just see. Steam. Yeah, it might. You know, like it'll probably it, come to Switch. Everything comes to Switch. Yeah, or like uh, Xbox as well and stuff like that. Because I, I play one, another one, very similar called um, uh, Project Warlock, and eventually that came to like yeah. Xbox and stuff like that. But that's the same kind of game, those boom shooter with pixel two D pixel graphics on a th- like you know it's a two point five D, I suppose. Yep. That was. Yeah. Anyhow, what have you been doing? Well, it's been a while. I haven't seen you in a while. Well, I have, but not 
doing this. Um, I played The Quarry. Ooh. So that was the story new based. story based game, very similar to Until Dawn by the same people that did Until Dawn. Um, did it you was... get to kill Freddie Mercury in it? Freddie Mercury? Didn't he play Freddie Mercury in the Bohem- Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh, no, that was in Until Dawn. This was different. Yeah. But yes, I did. I think I did kill him in Rami Malik. Um, this Mr. one. Robot. This was good. It was like a, a sort of a summer camp vibe and you sort of just pick things and, you know, David Arquette's in it, Ted Raimi's in it. I do love Lynn David. Lynn Shea's in it. All these fantastic people. Um, and yeah, it was just really good. It was like one of those. Was it gory like Until Dawn? Like the deaths were crazy? Yes. There was like one incident that happened where like I'd, I'd made the choice. So you got to choose obviously as you go through. And it got the butterfly effect. Yeah. And I made the choice and I, there was a fucking kill that I, I had headphones on. I was like totally immersed in this game and like I scared the shit out of Liz because I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like that was so cool. She's like, what did you do? Are I'm you like, supposed to kill them? Um, oh, I mean, you, the aim is, one of the aims is to get through the whole game without killing anybody. That's what I did with Until Dawn, until is, the last choice, and I killed three people in the last choice. I was yeah. like, get fucked. Yeah, that and was I'm not kind doing of, it again. That was me. I got through pretty much without killing it. And I was trying to kill like a couple of people that I just didn't like. I, and they, the choice yeah, they, they survived? Made. They did. And then I accidentally just... But it was epic. It was just like all of a sudden, like this one choice, just like bam, 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 three down. I'm like, fuck. So that was really good. I don't play a lot of video games. And when I do, I like this one was one I totally immersed myself in. I did a full playthrough, finished it off, started it again. Then I haven't gone back to it, which is stock standard for me. Um, <laughs> I tried to buy a house the other day. That did not work. You went to an auction, I didn't you? I went to an auction and fucking... You were so like... I was, you were so certain, I and was, I was like, "Yeah, you, you, you like, prepare to be disappointed at an auction, and especially with house prices at the moment." Look, I feel that I would have been disappointed had it not have been a stupid, fucking, ridiculous mess of a thing. So, like, the house was realistically only worth about four hundred and forty thousand. I was willing to go to four sixty, and that's me going, "Yeah, I'm generous with my four sixty. The house sold for like five eighteen or five twenty. Too much. That's way too much for a house. So it wasn't disappointing because it was so stupid. Um, and last night I went and watched The Black Phone, which is the new horror film out starring gonna, Ethan Hawke. It's gonna, based on Joe Hill's short story. You got an advance. Um, oh, well, Joe they, Hill. They, yeah, Joe Hill. Old Stephen King's son. Yep. Um, so they did, uh, I mean, they did advanced screenings everywhere. So it wasn't like I was special and got invited to a thing. Um, so I went and saw that with young Dion Cracknell and oh, yeah. his lovely girlfriend, Georgia. Um, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, the the mask that was utilized, created by Tom Savini and someone else whose name I forget because Tom Savini shadows everyone. Um, but yeah, like I highly recommend checking it out. And I'm trying to track down the book so that I can actually read the short story now. Oh, the um, novella. Yes, the novella. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what's been going on. Good work. Yeah. Um, Apart from losing that house. Uh, look. You yeah. dickhead. I know. I'm just I like I'm just not willing to spend that much money on something that's not worth that much. If you loved it enough. If like, I loved you, it you're enough. You're fine, yeah. I but like you didn't you were no, like no. I would have started selling my wife, I don't know. Your Pokemon collection? Oh, fuck I don't have a Pokemon collection. I'll sell Liz's that's you Pokemon sold it. collection. <laughs> No, no, thank you. Anyway, this week we are talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. We are going to be talking about animal attack horror films. 
Yeah, which is knowing I realize I've hardly seen any films that involve animal attacks. It's just not my thing. But yeah. I, I remember when I started looking into it, I thought, oh, no, there isn't. Yeah, so like, this isn't necessarily what I would refer to as a creature feature film because, like, I have focused more primarily on animals, not monstery kind of like. Yeah, I've got a couple of monsters in mind because I didn't have enough. Which is totally fine. You know, and you think about it, animals are one off. One of, if not the most common trigger of human fear, because we have literally spent like thousands of years adapting and evolving to survive and dominate the food chain so that we are not the ones like in this position. So, you know, we get these films where the animals are like, you know what? Fuck you. I will attack the shit out of you. And uh, yeah, this is this is my my bread and butter, as I discovered the other day. Oh, really? Yep. Well, I mean, I already knew that that's my favorite sort of genre, but I also didn't realize how much I just listed off films straight off the bat. So Yeah, I didn't have any. I had to look hard into it. <laughs> that's all right. Do you want to kick us off? Yep. So my first one is Eight-Legged Freaks from 2002. Great film. Arquette, yep. David Arquette, wearing a beautiful Arquette jacket he does in that as well, which I coined the phrase Arquette jacket. It's yep. just, he always used to wear this type of jacket in his yeah. films in the 90s, like the zip-up front. Yep. Yeah. He's a... Uh, yeah. Have you seen Night Little Freaks? I fucking love that movie. It's a, Yeah. So it's a, it's a massive homage to like movies like Tarantula and... um Yeah, like and the them, big, they... Them, them, they. Yeah. Is that like the, the pronoun movie? <laughs> there is a pronoun horror movie coming out. Really? Is yes. it called Them, They? It's called They Slash Them. And it's literally, just so that we can go off on a tangent, it's literally a film with Kevin Bacon... Uh, and it's set in a conversion camp. So these young... Which is still a thing in I Australia. Know. Fuck off. Did you see that on the news just this week? No. So there is conversion camps. There's only two states in Australia that have banned conversion camps. South Australia still has them. Yeah. I'm so curious to go to one. Well I, well, I wouldn't want to go to one. I mean, I will not be converted into anything. But I also know. in the same like news article, I didn't know that there's out of you know 52 states in America... Ten of them still have the death sentence for gay sex. That's fucked up. That's crazy. Only man gay sex, though. Oh, well, yeah, but that's just because it's okay if it's a woman because that's... But how crazy is that? Oh, out my of God. Ten states out of 52 still have the death penalty. For it. Like, We're nowhere near fixing this shit, eh? No. And then not recently, like, everything's going backwards now. So oh, yeah. They're getting, you know... It's getting worse. But, yeah, so the like, Australian government, I mean, they're, 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 they're trying to... Get rid of these conversion camps. Yeah. Um, Fuck off with your fucking conversion camps. Anyway, so we weird. went off on a tangent there. Eight-legged freaks. Eight-legged freaks. <laughs> Nothing to do with that kind of shit. Um, Eight-legged freaks. If you haven't seen it, it is just about giant spiders. Mm-hmm. And it, it just has, and it's all shot in the, and most of it's in the daytime, which I yep. really enjoyed. It is CG. It's at yes. the peak of CG. Well, yeah, it's, it's that standard kind of kind of deal. Uh, but it has. It does try. They did the giant spider thing, and they tried to do cool moments in it. Like it's got the do, kids on the dirt bike jumps, and, Which the, is and with the, the jumping spiders. The jumping spiders yeah. are like after them and shit. It's just very. Just they just had ideas and yeah. they just ran with it. And it's just I just I like a giant spider. I yeah. like giant spiders in shit. I like a giant anything in anything. No, I particularly like insects as big. Yeah. Because so, I was gonna put like them on here. Yeah. But then I just figured that them isn't actually a horror film. It's more of sci-fi. Look, it is, but... Uh, so that's the honourable mention. It's our umbrella. And uh, it's, and that's from like, is that like the 50s? Yes. 
I I like all those sort of like atomic horror kind of films. Atomic as well. horrors, yeah, yeah, they're wicked, aren't they? And there's yeah. like video games from that from them is like they came from the desert, like on the fucking on the on the fucking Amstrads or whatever it was. <laughs> the, <laughs> the the Amigas. Um yeah, so and you know, it has it has a bit of like like it's got it's a, all spiders are represented in this, you know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like well, a guy little... who collects spiders. Yeah. Like a a, a mad science Spider-Man, like his whole collection gets affected by, what is the effect? Well, it's like, it's like, the ra- you know, it's like dodgy, yeah. like radiation. It, it's literally an atomic horror film for yeah. like 2002 because like these spiders are all affected by this like radiation and they all sort of grow in size and then descend upon this town it's like, like, through you know, the mine shafts. Yeah. And then it's all like, um, it kind of has a weird, like at one moment as well, kind of near the end when like they're all attacking the town. It has a very Gremlins vibe to it. Yeah. The spiders are almost comical. I think they, there's, it, there's it, bits it, where they're like going, ow, 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 ow. Yeah, like, there is, it, like it is a it is a full comedy. There's like this scene where like Arquette is in the mine shaft with his like grandma or his mum or something and like a spider sort of descends on him and he pulls out a, like a breath freshener and just like spritzes <laughs> it in the face. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. It, it, it is, yeah, it, it's a comedy horror. Yeah. Which is, I know I love a good comedy horror, but I always like, I like the, um, like when the tarantula comes into it and it's fucking huge mm. and it's just got like a slow paced version of Incy Wincy Spider <laughs> as, its ba- as its background yeah. music. Like, so good. I'm like, just a great fun film. Like, it is a horror. There's like, there's like heaps of horror. Oh, yeah. Like, know. people are getting, you know, web- webbed. Webbed. Cocooned in webs and stuff. I always think it's funny, like, out. people always get taken in spider films and they're always in cocoons and they're always fine once they just get pulled out of them. Yeah. Right, you know, like, you don't need to breathe in one of those or live. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cause you, get, you get stabbed by, like, a spider, um, you know, yeah. stinger that's like, what is it, like, four inches across, like, yeah. big and, but you're fine. Yeah. No, you just, just walk it off. Walk You'll it be off. right. Walk Rub some off. dirt on it. You'll be right. I'm going to watch Eight-Legged Freaks again, I reckon. Actually, I watched it recently. We need to do it for an episode. <sighs> write that down. We'll write that down. Yes. Uh, what, do you, what, what are you going? All right. Are you I, just going to nitpick out of this gigantic list you've got? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going with Grizzly. Uh, 1976. It is basically an 18-foot... Uh, <laughs> 18 foot Bear? Bear that just like appears at this national park. And starts. He just well, no, he's there. Ooh. Like he just, oh, he comes out of hibernation. Oh, of and he starts picking off um, people who are within this like park, and all the park rangers are trying to like track it down and find it. And then, of course, there are the rogue hunters that are like, well, we'll find this, and they come in and they're trying to track it down. But of course, because it's like 1976 and they don't really have the technology to make a giant bear film, it's like they do get just a fucking huge bear. But then there's sequences where and then it's they, like they just film a bear close up. They and just stuff. get an, an, a bear arm that they've pulled off of something, and they're like, "Rawr!" Oh, and <laughs> just hit someone like off t- camera. Yeah, yeah, nice. just hitting people off, ta- uh, off camera, and then all of a sudden, you know, their eyes hanging out, and their like face is all scratched up. So it's just one of these like ridiculous sort of films. Um, it is very slow moving at, at times, like the pacing. 1976, so pacing's just awful, but it makes up for it with this like whole fucking bear attack scenario and all these people just getting is it like bears. It reminds me heaps, it's just like, you know, cut and paste the alligator from alligator. Pretty much, yeah. Except the this would have been alligator cut and, cutting and pasting from Grizzly. Yeah. And it makes me even more excited because Elizabeth Banks is literally working on a film called Cocaine Bear. 
And it's based on a true story about this bear that got into a bunch of fucking cocaine and just like went on a rampage. Really? Yes, I'm very Bath excited. Bath salts bear. <laughs> Grizzly 2, The Revenge. Which it stars is such George a good, Clooney. It has such a good cover. It's so bad. They're already in it for like, because it's George Clooney. Charlie Sheen. Yep. And is it Laura Dern? Yeah. Yeah. And they are literally in it. For the opening? For five minutes. Like like Drew Barrymore was in the screen? Yeah. Yeah. They're in it for five minutes and the whole... Because this film was lost and then it just recently was resurfaced somewhere. So you mean like whole, it's physically like they just they, lost yeah, the real... Was, yeah. So it was only really released uh, within the last like few years, but they went ham on like Grizzly 2 starring blah, blah, and blah. And that was like the draw card, but they're just there out in the first five minutes. So... Do you reckon the grizzly bear they're just mo- using in the in the movies is one of those like abused circus bears? I don't want to think about that because <laughs> it is the 1970s. Yeah, so and I goes, just I don't want to think about that because it's true. Because it's true, and it makes me sad. I like bears, but yeah. Anyway, grizzly 1976. Check that shit out. How good are those dudes that try and make like grizzly bear proof suits? You know those guys. <laughs> And there's like full documentaries about these guys, and they get so hurt. Yeah, like, you. Like, how's like your hobby is obsessively trying to make a grizzly-proof armor? But like, why? Why are you trying to make grizzly-proof armor? Like, a, they don't need to be biting and number you. Number two, when they you, just fucking sit on you. A bear is heavy well, as fuck. The, the thing is, if you, when you're out and about, the odds of you having your grizzly-proof armor on <laughs> when a bear attacks is pretty low. Hey, you're like, just in like the produce section trying to buy a lettuce, yeah. and a bear just grizzly attack. You. Lucky should've I should have worn my armor. Should have worn my grizzly armor. <laughs> yeah, those days uh, they definitely a beer short of a six pack. They're, they're like hoarders or whatever they are. Preppers, yeah. preppers. Prep. Oh god. They're like, like, but they're prepping for a bear attack. Basically, I want that film, Bear Preppers. Bear Preppers, <laughs> and just people. Like basically, to... is there's that whole doco about that guy that was <sighs> making. Like, there is a real doco about a guy that's making a bear, bear. bear All right, suit. you're gonna have to find it, or at least tell me what it, I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna look it up. I'll find it. Well, I'm talking about my next film, which is 1997's Mimic. Did we do this as an episode? We haven't, but it, it might be worth it. I watched it the other day, though. Okay, well, we we don't have to do um, anything. So Mimic, soon. if you don't know what it is, it's got. Like, Who's the lady in it? Oh. Mira Salvino from Romy and Michelle. Is it her? Yeah. You got, um, I really, 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 this was like one of my films that I, I didn't feel like anyone really was into apart from me. Yeah, okay. Like, it was one that I remember watching because it was like that very late 90s, very sort of dark, very grungy kind of film where it was just. Sort of everything had a layer of slime to it. Well, it was, it was. I can never say his name. Uh, it was Del Toro. What's his yeah. first name? G- G- Guillermo. Guillermo. Yeah, that. Guillermo. Geronimo. Yeah, it's a Del Toro film. So yeah. you got that, like, and you got Norman Reedus in it as like young. He's like the bug oh, wow. dude. Yeah, like, right. Uh, who like works in the sewer and he finds like one of the corpses. Um. Yeah, and you just. It's oh, it's about it's a it's another giant bug one, but it's yeah. like cockroaches, and it's got that really cool kind of it's got like that because f- it's uh, Del Toro, but it also got that kind of like uh, Finch Fincher is that his name? Uh, like Fight Club Man? What's his yeah. name? Yeah, like that? David Fincher. David Fincher's yeah. like style of editing in it and stuff like that. Like the opening is this really scratchy like bits and bobs or collage of like thing, and you know, the story is like you know a fucking disease came in America and like you know it started wiping out kids, and so they got this scientist in and um, 
I think it was passed through cockroaches or something yeah. like that. Like the, so, oh, a whole generation of children were going to get wiped out. She came in and did some science on a bug and made a bug that kills the other bugs. And apparently that bug was going, it only had like a, a shelf life. A shelf life yeah. Of like, it had a bug's life. Yeah, a bug's life of like three weeks and I was supposed to die. But of course, they didn't. They went down in the sewers. They grew into bigger than humans, like yeah. bear size. <laughs> Um, cockroaches, who like attack people, but, but they, uh, it's called mimic because they're, they're mimicking because like bugs do this. A lot yeah. of bugs, you know, mimic their prey to like, yes. and so they were mimicking humans. So they were like getting their wings and putting them around themselves. And then they had their, their claws, they'd like put their two hands together and that would make a face yeah. and then they would put it over their face so they could stand in shadows and they just look like a man kind of standing there Yeah, and then you'd walk up to them and, then, and they're like, nah. Yeah. Uh, and get yeah, and and, and but because like, it's Del Toro, it just had this. It's just got this insane amount of bug guts at the end. Yeah. It's so good. And then she's like, because you know she's down there locked down there. And they're like she's the expert, and um, it's weird because the, the main character is the expert. Mm. You don't often get that. You always no, have the secondary. They're always the side, and they're always gonna die. But yeah, and uh, she's like, we gotta wipe. You know the glands all over. Us. So they're like pulling this bug apart, wiping themselves in bug guts. And it's just, like, I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, the bugs look cool because they're big, just gigantic bugs. There is a bit of CG in there. Yeah. And they, they solve the problem up pretty conveniently by like just blowing up the sewers and all the bugs are like, oh, we were all down there. <laughs> like none of us were out. Makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. But uh, great, great fucking big bug film. And like, you know, you got that big bug vibe, but it had, it's a bit, it's, it's a different vibe from like the older ones. It just had that kind of del toro fucking nar- grittiness yeah. to it and stuff and yeah dank sewer dank gritty grimy crispy 90s filming like fight club and it would have had an epic soundtrack too i reckon it probably had new metal yeah it would have been new metal maybe uh, rage against the machine <laughs> always to say them. a little bit of rage against the machine for sure or something like that, yeah. All right. So my next one is Crawl. It is 2019, directed by Alexander Aja, who did uh, the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. And it is like, this is a gator film. Um, it stars Caius Scordelario, who played like Effie in uh, the original Skins series. Okay. Um, trying to make it in America. So basically, a giant hurricane hits her hometown in Florida and she ignores... It's the one where she's trapped in a house with a crocodile? Yeah. So yeah. She, she basically goes back to her house because her dad's there and she um, ends up getting trapped down in the basement under the crawl space with him. And Meanwhile, all these gators have escaped a gator farm and they're all descending on this oh, house. It's a bunch of them. So yeah. they're just normal gators? Yeah, no, They're not no, like super just, gators? Or... No, no, no. There's no super gators. There's no bear gators. They're just fucking gators from the bear local, gator. local gator farm who have all sort of descended on this, this area, this neighborhood. Um, and the, uh, so, you know, obviously the water is rising. She's got to get her dad out from under the house. And meanwhile, there are all these gators have sort of like taken up residence in de- various parts. So it becomes a very video game sort of style movie where it's like, okay, well, I need to get from here to here, but there's a gator trapped here. So I've now got to do this. Why didn't you put on your list Megapython versus Gatoroid? <laughs> that, <laughs> that. Those movies are a whole... What are they called? They're like a they're like a, a style of film. Those like oh, yeah. those cheap CG They're almost... called the greatest films of all time. Are they really? No. 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 Uh, I can't remember what they're called. You know, like, what is it? Like... Ta- Sharktopus. Titanoboa. Like, Megaboa. What is it? Um, uh, Sharknado. Yeah, Sharknado. Fucking... Sharknado. Like, those are... They're just tongue-in-cheek yeah. made by... 
purely because of the ridiculousness of what they are. And they must be made on a budget. Like, like to make one, you're not allowed to spend a certain amount. You're only yeah. allowed to spend, like, 10 grand. Like, here's $5. Yeah, Do yeah. what you can. It's almost like a competition. Yeah. No, I'd, who be, can make I'd be the stupidest film. But yeah, so Crawl's like one of those, it was just really, I mean, I like a gator film. But yeah, so this one sort of came out and it was really surprising at how like good it was. It was very sort of tense throughout the whole, even though it was like a standard like bum, bum, bum. Um, but yeah, I really liked, really liked it. I just like a gator film. Hey, you love your gator films when fucking, you made us watch Alligator that time, which I did fucking, enjoy. Remember yeah. when the alligator knew how to do kung fu at the wedding? <laughs> just knew how to like attack people. You had know like a car worked and then we had to crush a car down to like yeah. a, a square. Look, gators are smart. They know what's going on. It's true. But yeah. Crawl, 2019. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit more serious, isn't it? It's like a more yeah, realistic it's, it's film. It's a horror film. It is a horror film. It's straight up. It is it is intense. Um, You know, people are getting fucking eaten by gators. Like, yeah. you know. Um, my next one is 2006 Black Sheep. So Black Sheep, the New Zealand film, yeah. um, which heavily... You can tell uh, is inspired by like like brain dead like uh, Peter Jackson films. The, yeah. This person really wanted to create something like that, um, and you can tell that by there's a lot of like the, like, the carnage scenes had the kind of, kind of some of the same kind of um uh, like effects and filming techniques that Peter Jackson used to use like in those films, but they they, they don't quite do it as good as him in any yeah. of the shots yeah. like. Uh, but my God, if, if you're talking about an animal attack film, this is the ultimate one because <laughs> they just took sheep and made them the bad guys. And it's comedy. It's comedy horror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like there's a bit in and there's wear sheep. There's like, all sorts. There's everything in like yeah. giant sheep, like people like walk on all fours, like wear sheep. And like, you know, he, he attacks it by throwing mint sauce at it and that burns it. <laughs> like there's no reasoning. You know, there's like... There's a fucking genetics lab on the on the farm. You know, it's got well, a, Yeah, of course it is. Um, it's got the idiot, like, a pay, massive payouts of, like, eco-terrorism. Yeah. Like, uh, as in, like, those, you know, hippies, like, useless hippies that, like, think they're helping but they're not. Yeah. Um, which I don't mind because I think a lot of that shit is true in real life. So I'm just, like, I get sick of, like, just people doing, like, the sea ship and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> like... Anyhow, it's got there. It's paying them out. It does have a lot of like, uh, it's, it's a bit lacking. Yep. Like there are bits in it where you're just like, just put some more horror in here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. and the sheep look great yes. to the point where I'm like, it, did they kill sheep? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, no, they, they probably didn't. I think the puppets are just really yeah. well done. Because I mean, it's probably not hard to make a sheep puppet. Like, I would say the majority it's... of it's just the face, and yeah. then the rest is just like, and you can just put like wool on it. Two guys in a. We can just put real wool on it. Yeah. You can just shear a sheep and stick it on there. <laughs> like, yeah, it'll be fine. No, it's fine. Yeah, I haven't watched this one in a while, but when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, fuck, I could watch that again. Because, like, the guy, there's, like, you know, there's there's basically, there's, like, three main characters. There's, yeah. like, the main guy who's got a sheep phobia. <laughs> she, like, sure. He has to go to therapy to get, uh, and then there's, like, his mate who's just this, uh, dreamboat kind of nice dude who just yeah. works on the farm he's like happy and nice and and then there's the 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 activist lady who's on it and she's an idiot like yeah shoves <laughs> crystals up a vagina and they're always shit. you know that kind of like yeah. naturopath yeah. And, and all that kind of shit and like um 
Yeah, and it, it's got, I mean, it's got good at it. It's got that great New Zealand accent all the way through. Mm-hmm. It's really playing on that kind of thing. But it, yep. like, it did feel like that they like they must have loved Peter Jackson and stuff yep. like that because it, it had that feeling. Well, got like, that if you told me it was a Peter Jackson film, I'd just think it was a weak Peter Jackson film. Like, yeah. you know, I would have believed it. Like, so, well, Peter Jackson was probably on set, but someone else probably did all the work. Well, I reckon that like yeah. if he'd made that film, it would have been vastly so much more gory and yep. stupider and like... Because, like, you know, he made Brain Dead and, like, there was huge things. The bit at the end with, like, the giant mum on the roof and shit. Yeah. Like, where this, like, had, like, the wear sheet, but, like, it still never showed them in their entirety. Yeah. But it had cool bits, like, you know, they fucking had a wear sheet and they just, like, a biplane's propeller went into its back and shit. And, like, yeah, cool shit like that was happening and, like, cool ideas. and. It's, it's, it's worth a watch. Yeah, I need to rewatch it. In the it. comedy, horror, animal attack genre. Yeah, because I feel that I probably haven't watched it since it came out in 2006. So, I mean, there's no CG in it. It's all practical effects, which I is love great that. fun. But there are just a lot of shots of just sheep that they've just thrown blood on and they're just running around in, like, in the background <laughs> and stuff. And you can tell. It's so good. Like, like they're supposed to be attacking people and they put some blood on the actual sheep's mouth and it's just running around. Like, yeah. Oh. Uh, Black. So, so Black Sheep, 2006. If you haven't seen it, give it a go. I think we should give it a couple of months and we'll do it as an episode. All right. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right. Uh, so my next one, I would hate myself if I didn't mention this one, but it's Anaconda, 1997. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the peak. Oh, that's it's, a CG one as well, isn't it? Yeah. There's this. You got a little bit of practical, but it's mostly CG. So of course you. This is uh, Jennifer Lopez. And oh wow. John Voight, uh, Ice Cube, Eric Stoltz. Uh, so what about wow. Owen Wilson. Is, oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Owen Wilson's in Wow. Wow. So basically, like, wow. this film crew are taken hostage by this guy who is, like, hunting Anaconda. And he sort of, like, takes them on this sort of trip to, like, find this giant mythical fucking Anaconda. And, of course, they... They find it. Sometimes you get what you ask for. And so it's basically them trying to survive like this giant fuck off snake. Um, Meanwhile, trying to survive John Voight being a creep fucking old man. Okay. And then Ice Cube's character's name's Danny Rich. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, This is, it's just, this is very 90s. It's very 90s animal attack kind of film and it's just so I feel this was like kind of the start of all those it really was the cheesy like the from this it went like to Anaconda versus Shark or whatever there's a lot in this franchise in the Anaconda franchise because then there's like Hunt for the Blood Orchid and And Anacondas recently Anacondas and Anaconda sweaters I don't know Offspring Offspring and stuff like that but yeah and and um and then but I feel like this was one of the the instigators of that like definitely and, and nowadays was... we get like Sharknado because of this film like, yeah well this was one of the bigger um I don't want to say it was like a big budget blockbuster but it was definitely one of those bigger um cinema sort of films that you'd go to see something like Mimic around the same time um they might not have been what we would consider blockbuster movies but they were definitely hyped up in the cinemas for us. So that's why it sticks out for me on this list because this came out at like the right time. You know, I would have been like uh, 12 or 13. And, and then we got like Deep Blue Sea and shit after that. Which I love. 
Uh, which I is love- not on your list. No, well, I talked about it like the other day. Yeah, so Deep Blue Sea, like, and that's kind of like the other end. That's the shark. Yes, which I also love. Let's just... Oh. Honourable mention. Honor- oh, yeah, just wait. So, yeah, Anaconda, 1997. I feel that everyone should at least watch this film once, even if it's like you're just sitting at home... You have to be hungover oh, or no. like yeah, sick, it is. sick day. I was going to say, well, I Midday movie? Yes. It's like a Sunday. It's raining. You order a pizza and you just be a slob and watch oh, Anaconda. I'm going to order a pizza tonight. <laughs> yes. Same, actually. I was, I'm craving pizza. Um, but yeah, so I definitely recommend if you haven't watched Anaconda. Anaconda. You got to check it's, it. I reckon, yeah. It, it, it should be on the list because it is, like like I said, it's the starter of all that kind yeah. of big... Like, like it's important. That rehash. I don't, I don't think we'll go that far. It, no, no. <laughs> it plays it plays its part in the, the journey, the cinematic journey of crap animal attack films. Exactly. So I'm going to... My next one is like... I, I mean, I could have said Jaws. But I didn't. We both didn't choose Jaws because it's too fucking obvious. It's very obvious. So it is on the honourable mentions, but yeah, no. Yeah, but um, I kind of ran out of animal films at this point. So I kind of, that I'd seen and liked. Like I've seen a lot of them, but I didn't want to talk about them. You know what I mean? Like I've seen the Meg. Like I I, I did have the Meg on my list, but I was like, you know what? I can't remember it enough to talk about it. I I would have had to have watched it to like remember it all. I'm going to die on that hill. Like the Meg... I really liked that film. Like, it was not what it was meant to be because the studios came in and went, we need to make this PG, blah, blah. So oh, really? So we didn't get was a it? lot more gore that we should have been getting out of it. Um, but I love that film. It's just something about it. When I sort Jason of... Statham versus the shark. Exactly. But when we organized, because obviously we're very late with this episode. Um, so I literally, I was so excited. I'm like, fuck yeah. I want to watch the Meg, and I watched the Meg the night before we were meant to record, and then we didn't record. And it's, and and you still can't remember what happened. In no, it? I can remember everything. Fucking Meg. Does he ever punch it? No, he does not punch it. I reckon everyone should punch a big animal in every episode because And then again, it's pretty big. The Meg, isn't it? It's, it's like, fucking huge. It's a megalodon. Yeah, like it's like, huge. It's like it's like building size. Yeah, it's like, massive. You couldn't. You, I mean, you could punch it, but it would just be like it would just swallow jaws. Yeah, it'd like, be like me flicking a water bottle. It's it's doing nothing. Nice, nice. Yeah. Anyway, my next one is uh, so I, like I said, I was scraping the bottle of barrels, and I chose Tremors. Sure. Um, because I think theoretically the graboids, as yeah. they call them, were just they weren't aliens or anything. They were just animals that had been trapped in that valley for so long, and that evolved in there, so they were animals, theoretically. I, look, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you because you you couldn't think of anything else. Oh, I had. I, like I said I could have put Jaws in there. I could have put the Meg. I could have put all those ones, but I just thought, nah, they're not really my films that yeah. I can talk about. And I, I really thought you'd put Jaws in yours, but you didn't. Well, I didn't because it was too obvious. It was too obvious. Yeah. So, but Tremors. So if you don't know what Tremors is, I can't remember what year it's from. Can you look that up for me? Uh, Tremors is like 1987, I reckon. Let me. Nah, is it? Tremors, 1990. Tremors, 1990. That makes more sense. Yeah. I was in high school. Um, so Tremors. If you haven't seen it, Kevin Bacon. We've mentioned Kevin Bacon a bit in this. He, yeah, the Baconator. He's out in full force today. He's 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 actually back. Him and fucking um, Stephen Dorff and now what's the guy in um, Moon Knight? Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, he's back. Ethan Hawke is back. He's doing some stuff. Like he, I mean, like I said, I saw Black Phone. He was amazing in that. Yeah. 
Um, so we have um, in Tremors, you got like fucking Michael Gross and like all those people just basically just did Tremors. Yeah. <laughs> Tremors is set in a little um, town in America somewhere. I can't remember where, but it's a very Arizona-y like, yeah. like desert town. Um, I don't know what they do there at their town, but it's a very, very small community. You've got yeah. like six I feel shops. that it's like a mining town that kind of probably the it, mine dried up. The so mine they, closed down. And, and they, then they're just still there in this town. Developers they, are going to come through at some point. Paul Kelly made a fucking song about the town or some <laughs> shit because the mine shut down or, you know. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, they, so Kevin Bacon and his mate, the other actor, what's his name? Like the main guy... Uh, Fred Ward. He died recently as well. Yeah. Yeah, sad. Um, they're kind of like the the fixer-upper guys, handymen of the yeah. town. So, they, you know, you know, a fence post breaks, they go and fix they're it. They're there. Yeah, fix it. So they're, they're like the, fix, the, the maintenance men of the town. Anyhow, I suppose, like, it's just about these big fucking worms yeah. that cr- travel underground. And because a tremor expert uh, like lady comes there because she's like, there's some weird tremors in this valley. And they're these like fucking like worms that travel underground and grab you and pull you down. They've got like three tongues, and yep. each tongue has a mouth on it. Eat your fucking heart out, aliens! We've got three of them, motherfuckers. And it's just about them trying to survive. And like you know, you have like that you know vibrations and that. So there's a lot of scenes, different kind of scenes of them trying to, uh, you know, they get trapped in the town on the ta- on the roof of the main like of the general store, and it's just it's survival. It's just a fucking cool film it's that's set in the film. daytime. Yeah. Why didn't did we talk about that in daytime films? We did. I think. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it like the characters are endearing and they're nice. You like them. Like yeah. it's funny. There's some fucking. There's gore in it. Well, you got the, fucking Reba McIntyre. And you get that uh, fucking that that uh the the carnage of destroying these fucking worms. Oh like, yeah. You know, there's dynamite involved. There's fucking machine guns and shotguns and it just has everything the the 1990 me love like yeah. guns monsters. Fucking humorous moments, explosions. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin <laughs> fucking Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Just bacon. Oh. I need some bacon. Today. You need some bacon. Need bacon on bacon your pizza. pizza. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Anyhow, tremors. I assume they're animals. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Um, and they did like Tremors too, and they they really evolved like real quick. Seven Tremors. Yeah, but Bacon's only in the first two. Is he in the first two? Yeah. Okay. Um, I haven't seen any of them. Because the second one, they get legs, and they just completely change. They're like chickens, and they instead of like sound, it's a completely different. Like they got another sense, and so these ones can only hear sure. or something. Or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they change them completely. Um, yeah. Tremors 3, Back to Perfection. Tremors 4, The Legend Begins. Tremors, A Cold Day in Hell. Um, the list goes on. Yeah, it's a fucking lengthy thing. Uh, Tremors, Shrieker Island. Isn't there Tremors, an Ice Age one? Tremors, uh, that was uh, the cold, uh, oh, okay, cold, day uh, cold Day in Hell. Tremors, Bloodlines. And fucking what's his name is in all of them. Oh, the the the, the Fred Michael Gross is the in all of guy, yeah. Like none of the others are though, but like, oh man, glorious. And Tremors two aftershocks. So Dan will be doing a Tremors uh, marathon marathon this weekend with his bacon pizza. <laughs> Kevin Bacon pizza. <laughs> we should also mention um, 
other honorable mention, Arachnophobia. Oh, yeah, no. Definitely. And I don't know why I didn't do that because that film just has all real spiders in it. Yeah, no. They're like, all huntsmen's. I would very much like us to do that as an episode at some point. And they are remaking it as well. So I'm kind of interested in seeing what they But how good was Arachnophobia? Like they were Australian oh, huntsmen and they just had film. thousands of them on set. So yeah. they would have all got bitten. People yeah. would have got bitten in that movie. That bit at the end where they're just everywhere. I can tell some of them aren't real. Yeah. But like a lot of them are. Yeah, great film. Oh, great film. Yeah. I mean, the big mention. one wasn't a real. Mm. Fucking nail guns at the end. It was so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it like squeals. <laughs> like the spiders in that movie when they bite you, they go, Psst. And I'm like, oh, yeah. no, spiders don't make no. noise. And they might. Well, I don't know. I've never been bitten. Bird spiders, I think, hiss. Oh, really? Yeah. The ones that have those red mandibles. Yeah. I think they make noise. But then the idea of a spider that can make noise is fucked. Well, you don't like spiders. But I love spider films. Yeah. It's that whole thing. Like, I don't like grey aliens, but I love the films. Because yeah. like, no, no. like, the, the, the fact that I am scared of them intrigues me. Well, that's that's what this comes down to. Like, it, this is a trigger of human fear. So we watch these films because it's like man versus animal and, you know, it's terrifying, but you know, man's going to prevail. I don't find bears and cro- crocodiles terrifying, eh? Probably because I've never, ever been near one. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so the next one on my list is, of course, and I'll talk about it very briefly because we've done an episode on it. It's one of my favorites. It's Piranha 3D from 2010, also directed by Alexander Aja. Um, and it's, you know, we've done it as an episode. So basically a bunch of people are in a lake for spring break. There's a fucking hated it, eh? I don't understand how you could hate that film. It's so uh, Maybe great. I watch it. Maybe I if feel I went... that you just went in the right mood. Yeah, if that's, I went back to it. That's what I'm going to... I mean, that's... it did have Parks and Rec in it, and he's great. And he's fantastic. And that quite carnage scene was pretty good at the end. It was fantastic. But it was funny because, like, all that shit happens, and, like, I feel the piranhas aren't really doing heaps of it. It's just idiots running into, like... Which is great. I know. I'm okay with it. So basically an earthquake happens and there's a, the, the lake kind of splits open and these prehistoric piranhae, piranhae, piranhas come out and infiltrate and just fuck up everyone's spring break. Spring break, motherfucker. Um, so yeah, we've done it as an episode. I, I highly recommend you checking it out. Like, you know, so that's that's all I'll say about piranha. You actually, we reposted it recently. And we did, yeah. We had yeah. A, uh, old uh, Ringo. Ringo Starlin, he commented on it. He's like, fuck yeah, I gotta rewatch that shit. Yeah, Piranha is just, it's one of those, like, if I'm having a bit of a rough day and I just need to leave. You just have to put that one scene on. Which one? Now, there's only one. The big, carnage yeah, scene? Yeah, the carnage yeah. scene. Okay. That's like a Peter Jackson quality carnage thing. Good moment. But yeah, so Piranha 3D, everyone needs to watch it at least once in their life. Yeah, and I have. <laughs> well, you haven't watched Piranha 3 Double D, so. Is that made by the same people? It is the sequel. and uh, Is it as good? It's set in a water park. A water park? Yeah. But so is it as good? Does that have like a carnage moment and it, all that there's, shit? There's carnage moments. But not as much. Not like not like a, a fucking, this is going to be our moment. Let's just go ham on this shit. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I'm going to make you watch it. Uh, the people have spoken. All right. Sure. What's your last one? My last one is also another fucking stretching that fucking chewy gum so thin. <laughs> that, that blue tack when it goes all powdery. like yeah. is I, I chose The Mist from 2007. One of my favorite films. Horror, one of my favorite horror films. Great film. Um, I chose it because there are spiders in it. Like yeah. it, these, these monsters may be from a parallel dimension or whatever, but they're still animals. Yeah. Every, everything in this thing. And you got the big motherfucking mo- animals at the end. They're just animals. They're not... They're not, you know, creatures brought in from a fucking demonic possession or like, they're just monsters that have come through a hole. Yeah. 
that we created. They, well, in a different universe or dimension, they might not be considered monsters. No, but like the spiders in the mist when that fuck when they, they mm-hmm. go away, it's such a good scene. Like, yeah, they look wicked. Like they all have like hair on them and stuff. They got kind of weird little human faces, which is gross on a spider. Like that idea, like you know, they're inside that dude. That whole thing of like you know, like he's full of them. He's the he is the egg sack, and they all yeah. burst out of him. And it's ah, like Ugh. so good. Um, yeah. Well, it, it's it. I mean. At its core, like, the mist is just an animal attack horror. They're just yeah. monsters. I mean, they're just animals from another world. I mean, you've, got the, you've got the car park monster, which is just, you know, and it, you know, and it being based on the Stephen King novella, I think it was the same. No, it was, it was called something else, the novella. I can't remember what it was It called. might have been called The Mist. And then that went on to create that. Then Half-Life was based on it. Yep. And, that, and all stuff like that. The video game franchise. And, yeah. And, fuck such a good animal film. I'm not going to talk that much about it. I believe we've done it. Well, we've done it as an episode. You can check it out. I recommend going to revisit the episode. Um, It made me very angry. The religious lady. Oh yeah, that's good though. And then the end of it of the film like wasn't in the book, and it's such the it's the brutalist ending. And like Stephen King's like, I liked that ending better. Well, that's because I can't I can't end a book because I cannot end a book. Yeah, he's paid himself out about that a lot of times. (laughs) In like in it. Yeah. (laughs) Was it it when he was the writer that couldn't finish a book? Yeah. 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 He, 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 it's, it's, and then him as Stephen King, like he was the book owner, telling him that he can't, doesn't know how to finish yeah. a book. And Hated like, the ending. Oh, so good. Um, all right. So some honorable mentions. Of course, Jaws is always going to be on the top of the list. It would have been top Number of one. both of our lists, yeah. but we, that's just obvious. Who wants to talk about Jaws again? Um, the Meg, it, it's a giant megalodon that comes out from under the fucking i don't want to, it's permafrost is in my brain but that's not the right word it comes out from like the mariana trench and wreaks having such a great name for a metal band and of course jason statham has to fight the shark it's awesome um of unknown origin which was a film that you and i watched just randomly together one time after we recorded an episode it's basically P- peter weller versus a giant rat it wasn't in it. his newly renovated home. It's so weird, that film, wasn't it? Like, I enjoyed it so much. And it was like a rat that clearly had knowledge no rat could ever have. No, like and it, it knew, was giant. It knew, it knew psychologically how to affect a human. Yeah, so basically he's like got this renovated house, his family have gone away for the weekend, and there's this rat, which he then in turn starts to go insane trying to get it out of the house. And completely fucking destroys his house in the process. Like, this film is... And, and destroys his sanity. Yeah. And like, it has that really weirdness to it. Because, like, Peter Weller in himself is weird. weird. Like, you're thinking of him like, uh, what's fucking, what's that one? Uh, Naked Lunch. Oh, yeah. And shit like that. I mean, he is Robert Cop. He is Robert Cop. But, um, yeah, Peter Weller, just just putting him in your film straight away as a lead is going to make it a weird film. Yeah, like, I'd say so. His voice is so low. i got a fucking rat in my house. <laughs> Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, like I really enjoyed this one. It was it, it is that descent into absolute madness. Um, of course, we've also got Lake Placid, which we have talked about on another previous episode. Um, that's the one. Uh, they, it's Crocodiles. Another croc film. Um, and then I just wanted to touch on a dishonorable mention, one that I watched not too long ago, called The Requeen. What's a Requeen? Um, I believe it's French for something. Okay. Um, but this was just a really terrible film. It was released this year. What is the animal? 
It's a shark film. Oh, okay. So basically a couple um, who have just experienced some kind of trauma, I think it was like a, a miscarriage or something, they go on a romantic getaway um, in one of those places where the your hut is on the, the ocean. And of course the tropical storm sweeps through and it sweeps their villa away and they find themselves in the middle of the ocean uh, on a, basically a raft now. And they are surviving the element while the sharks descend in on them. This is probably, this is an 89 minute film and it feels like it was a four hour film. Oh no. Uh, it stars Alicia Silverstone and it's just terrible. It was an absolute terrible trash of a film that was hilarious because of how terrible it was. What about um, Snakes on a Plane? I... I it's, it's not a horror. It's not a, I, I can't watch it. I just, I hate snakes. I hate snakes so much. It's yeah, You don't me like out. lizards either. No, I just don't like but, reptiles. But you like the films about them? Not really. You liked Crocodile, Alligator? Yeah, I, Anaconda. Like, I don't... I don't Anaconda's look, on your list. Anaconda is on my list. That is one snake in a fucking Amazonian jungle, not a bunch of fucking snakes that could literally be anywhere. You could have a snake in here. That is terrifying. I don't. I know you... Well, I don't know that. I used to have a snake. I used to own a snake in a giant aquarium, like fucking huge aquarium, like mm. as big as a... Bigger than a fridge, mm. like... That is terrifying. I used to live a, it with... It was a Murray Darling... I lived with someone who had a snake and I had to obsessively sit near the snake at all times so that I could see that it was there. Do you know, snakes are good investments. So you buy a small snake, they're like $100 a foot. And as it gets bigger, each foot, it gets more, more worth more money. So I bought my snake for like 100 bucks, and then I sold my snake for like 1500 bucks. It wasn't 15 foot. It was about eight foot, so about eight hundred dollars. So it's it's a good investment. No, I'm um, I'm good. So yeah, snakes on the plane. Even though it is an absolutely ridiculous piece of shit film, I can't watch it. It stresses me out. That's fair enough. But it is a, an animal attack film that needs a mention. It is. It is definitely. But it's not really a horror film. No, I wouldn't really consider it a horror film. It's just stresses me out. Oh my god! So there are films. Wicked. I mean, I'm sure there are some better ones than that. Like because. Oh, probably not, actually. I can't think of any that, like, spring to mind. Well, you've also got, like, Deep Blue Sea. We mentioned that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, these are just, like, the tops for me. And I, I you know. And we mentioned all those shitty CG ones, so that's good. Yeah. There's a couple of others Birdemic. that... Birdemic. Oh, I haven't seen Birdemic. I'm haven't very... you? No. I've seen it, like, three times. Because I've never it... been able to track it down, but it's now on a streaming service. It's the worst. So, like, I know. Like, it's not even... Like, you don't understand, like, the level of shit it is. Like, the fact that people like it is, it's, like, for some reason, they like the room. It's just yeah, so... Yeah, it's just... It's and you so don't know, stupid. he's like, is it... Like, why? Like, the birds aren't even, like, animated good. They're, like, they're just flapping their wings. They look like clip art. And they're just not moving. <laughs> yeah. They're just, like, they're not even flying along. They're just ho- levitating. They're just <laughs> like... Uh, uh, another honourable mention, of course, would be crabs, which we have talked about. I think in the last episode we did. There's not just... many big crab films. No, there should be more. You reckon there should be more? There should be more. I feel that there should be more animal attack films and I want them to be more ridiculous each time. Well, that's what kind of what the CG ones have done. Yeah. They've just gone Sharknado. I mean, yeah. like, you can't. More ridiculous than... A... I don't no. even know what the story is. Like. Is it just uh, it fires sharks out? There's just sharks in, a, in it. In it. And they just come out and eat. It's like... What's yeah. that comic book done by um, done by Otley? Um, Grizzly Shark. Yes. Where it's a, a shark in the woods. See, that's perfect for me. It combines two of my most loved animals. Grizzly shark. shark. Check it out. It's funny. Anyway, that is the 
end of our episode. We have come to the end. Um, but before we sign off, I want to take a moment to thank all of our listeners uh, for interacting with us over the past fortnight, which we haven't written down because we forgot to. Yeah, I'm but sorry. But I remember there's like Ringo Stalin was there. Um, Chris Franks did a bit of thing. Um, Never News. Um, he came into the shop and dropped off some flyers. Oh. He's got a competition going. So if you guys want to come in and do, he's got a very strange competition. It's like a coloring competition that does like a personality test on you. Oh. Um, yeah, I know. Um, that's a green light comic. So come pick them up if you want to be I part of ne- Never News as a thing. Um, uh, a couple of other people as well. Dion. Bryn. Bryn. Those people. Just hey, our, uh, Sarah Sullivan. And that uh, always supporting us. Amber, we'll thank the wives for never Amber listening Scarlet. to anything we do, but yeah, always the, being supportive. The wives and the parents who support us, but never listen to anything. Yeah, yeah. So, thank you to all you people. <laughs> there were and there were more. Uh, we just weren't organised enough this week, and I'm too hungover to. I yeah, it's it's been a couple of weeks, guys. I apologise. Uh, yeah, uh, and I'm not even going to go through the end because if you got to this part of the. Uh, uh, if you got this far into the episode, you don't need to know that we're on <laughs> Facebook or Instagram, <laughs> but you can. Yeah. Go well, find us. If you need to find us, just search for us on Google. Google it. Google it. We pop up. We pop up in Google images too. I uh, like as that. our faces. Uh, not our faces, but some of the, the pieces that we've posted for episodes, which I like. Anyway, uh, remember guys, be kind. Rewind.